You want to talk about football, fine. You don't, then you go somewhere else. Get ready, get ready. I'm sick and tired of all this bullshit. Y'all are not playing. Most of the don't even know how to play football, all right? Go, no urgency. Here we go. Welcome to the ST Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Carlos and Chad. You've got to be the dumbest team in America. They are who we thought they were, and we let them out. To the ST Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Chad. I'm Carlos. And we're back again. Back again. Wow, like twice in a week? I know. It's like we're doing a real podcast again. Uh, it's crazy. Kind I'm, of. I'm not sure how to feel about this. Yeah. So last I think I need more bourbon. Just give me a second here. Yes. Uh, and, and what are we drinking this evening, Mr. Carlos? Uh, I'm drinking uh, Jack Daniels uh, Single Barrel Barrel Proof. Uh, I am drinking? Weller Special Reserve. It's pretty damn good stuff. Yeah. So, Mr. Weller... Uh, good job, or Mrs. Weller. I it's a Mister, and he's no longer with us. No. He's well, good job. For good job. Many, 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 many years. The light just came on. He's here with us now. So <laughs> 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 scared me a bit. So uh, today we're we're kind of prepping everybody, right? Uh-huh. Getting ready for Dynasty. This is a great time to be doing Dynasty startup drafts. Yes. Right. Yes. So, and, you know, you got a draft coming up soon? I do. I have a a rookie draft on Saturday. Nice. Later than most other real dynasty leagues. I mean, I'm just in a league with a bunch of pansies that refuse to draft earlier in the year, but whatever. So, we want to talk about that just for a second. Yeah, we can. Because, okay, yeah, we've been in different leagues, and we're in different leagues to where, like, we have one that drafts, like, what, the day the that, draft started the Sunday after the so the draft ended Sunday yeah and it started Sunday night or Monday morning whatever it was yeah and then we have conversely the other end of the spectrum where it's like when every redraft and startup is going this is when we do rookies and I really so have, having done both which one do you prefer honestly as a fantasy football lover mm-hmm. type of thing and then i like studying it right which is why we do this i prefer it back in april may to do it i think right after the draft is a little too much uh i think like a month later so sometime in may would be a good time to, to do it to me uh just because you're still trying to sort things out honestly when we started that draft uh not that you're drafting undrafted free agents but you never know right um and so I give it a week or two after that, I, I think, is is, a, is the right time to do it. This time of year, I understand why people want to wait. However, I think it's that redraft mentality, right? It's that, well, I want to see what happens. Well, you're not in a redraft league, right? You're You're in a dynasty league. And if you're drafting for this year, you're already in trouble anyway, right? Yeah. And, and that's the problem. Most of these people, so the people that I'm in the league with, the core group of them, we've all been in this league for 12 years, but we all came from redraft leagues and then we all do do redraft leagues as well. So to me, I will say it was a little weird. It was kind of exciting, right, to start it uh, right after the draft. But it kind of tells you who's a little bit paying more attention to what's going on rather than just, well, what are the experts saying and what are they, you know, and, and I'm, I, Luis, I pick on you a lot and, and you know, I, I it's just fun for me to do it. So I apologize. But, <laughs> you know, sometimes I feel like, well, I can't make a decision until I know what the other people are saying and not that I'm an expert in any way whatsoever and not that anybody should listen to the advice that I give. Right. But 
people want to listen to other podcasts and have magazines and have this and have that before I make my decision. But this isn't a redraft league, right? right? If you feel Najee went to a great situation, then you pick Najee regardless of what the other people say, right? And 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 I just I don't get the whole well, this is what the rankings are. Well, the rankings are the rankings, and we've all seen that rankings are bullshit. I mean, it's right. Okay, let's let's be real, right? Fantasy football is all about luck. Yeah, there's some skill to it, and, and but it doesn't equate to wins it doesn't equate to championships it equates to okay i have all this knowledge in my head and i know what these guys should do but all it takes is one torn acl one achilles or honestly it doesn't even have to be an injury to your to your zeke yeah injury to the line injury to quarterback shit numbers it is what it is right um but over the years you know who have we you know some of the running backs that have gone number one overall uh in in rookie leagues bishop sankey is my the one that i always think of i took him yeah mark ingram number one overall it took three to four years before he was a uh and and honestly as a dynasty owner it took me a while to get out of that mentality of well no i like this because i can see who's doing what and who can help me this year but if you're really looking at who can help you this year you're you've already lost right i mean if if you have a good team and you're kind of looking to me a rookie draft is more about supplementing your team right now in some cases teams are very good and that one player could bring you over the top right it's the one thing you not that you need but it's that that thing that could propel you to go over like like last year with with clyde edwards hilaire or um you know, a few years ago with Zeke, if you if you were that, you were right there. He can be that that thing that brings you over the top. But if you're an zero and twelve team, one player isn't just like in the NFL. One mm-hmm. player isn't going to make you a championship team. In in fantasy, it's not going to happen either, right? So you need to build to to do a little bit more consistently. Top five picks, yes, you can build a championship team. I know because that's where I got my running backs at. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it just so to answer your question. I think I like it better earlier in the year, uh, say May, June, rather than waiting until the last minute to get it done, just because I, I kind of want to do my draft based on what my knowledge is and what my, my, my what I've, I've studied and what I watched in college rather than what the experts are telling me to do. Yeah, and I, I kind of, like, just for me on, on that, I don't think it really matters a whole lot. Now, if you're the type of person that is going to follow the experts regardless, right, then it matters. But, Which is what most people do, though. Let's be real. Yeah. And, I mean, and, I don't think people listen to this. Well, actually, no. The only people that listen to this podcast are for entertainment purposes only. But if you take like the Matthew Berries and all uh, those kinds, of, people don't listen to them for the entertainment purpose. They listen to it for the knowledge and to and to try to get ideas of what to do. Yeah, I well, I I think there's a little bit of entertainment value there too. Well, I mean, but only because I like to. Actually, I don't listen to Matthew Berry. I don't particularly care for him. So yeah, I do. Uh, Godfather, if you're listening. Uh, I'd love a job. Right? <laughs> bring, bring me on, bro. I, um, I'd like a job sitting across from him and arguing with him. I mean, I'd, I'd have fun with that. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of... Well, Only because I'm argumentative by nature, though. I was going to say, it's kind of what we do, but we don't really argue, argue. It's just, I'm right and you're wrong. Right? Uh, how many <laughs> championships have you won? Uh, and shut up, Dan. Don't want to hear you. Yeah, was, uh, yeah. And Ricky, you can really shut the fuck up. Oh, even God. though you, I know you don't listen, but still. If he does, yeah, back to back. But whatever, that's neither here nor there. Today, we're going to be going over running back rankings for Dynasty, assuming PPR, of 
course. Yeah. Who plays non PPR these days? I some hardcore motherfuckers out there. Uh, I I don't know who they are. I'm not amongst that that crew anymore. Yeah. So, but uh, so yeah, I I got my top ten. Okay. Carlos, you have a little bit more. Well, I I thought we were gonna do more than than that, but no, ten. I think I is think a good we number. agreed to do more than yeah, that. Yeah, but and ten I think, I think is a good number. I think that's still gonna bring us into the 30, 40 minute mark, and that's way more time than people want to listen to us chat. All right. So how do you want to do this? Do you wanna do you wanna break? Just go down the list. Do you want to have a uh, an argument on each spot? No, I think uh, let's let's do you do your top five, and then I'll do my top five, and we'll compare and contrast. All right. Cool. So my top five in this order just got deleted off my phone. Oh, no, it's back. It's back. Damn it. Okay, so I got one, CMC. Uh Two, Dalvin Cook. Uh Three, Derrick Henry. Uh Four, Ezekiel Elliott. And five, Joe Mixon. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Yes. Uh, So mine, CMC, Uh uh, Kamara, Uh Cook, Henry, and Barkley. All right. And I... I will tell you, I struggled on 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 five. Hold on, say that again. CMC, Camara, uh-huh. Cook, uh-huh. Henry, Barkley. Okay, we're we're not terribly off. No, I will say I think you're a little high on Mixon, and you you know we were talking before we went on the air uh, how I like Mixon, but I don't know that I would put him five. You you know why? It's it's no, because... but I'm sure you're going to tell me because well, yeah, that's kind I'm, of the purpose I, of this. I'm going to tell you why. So the reason I like Mixon so much is because... Because he likes to beat people? Uh, no. No. Does that, he do that you, too? That's for you, Randy. Oh. I'm like, he does that too? He what did in college. That's why he went Oh, so that's low. right. That's right. And to this day, I still get a hard time from Randy because I have Mixon and Zeke who, you know, did things. Hey, I, I just, oh, and to answer your question, he's 25. He just turned 25. Joe Mixon? Yes. All right. 25 years old. Um... I do like Gio Bernard is no longer there. Correct. Uh, and who else is there? Samaje P. Ryan. Who? Exactly. That's the number two. And then maybe I think it's Chris Evans. Maybe that's with Captain America. Maybe another Evans. Derrick Henry's 27. Sorry. Okay. That's good to know. Um, but so he's, he's it, right? He is, he is the guy in Cincinnati assuming health. He's the man behind the man behind the man. He's just the man. Okay. Just the man. Yeah. So their depth chart is uh, Mixon, Samaje P. Ryan, uh, Travion Williams, Jacques Patrick, Chris Evans, and Puka Williams Jr. Now, I may have to draft Puka just because I want somebody on my team named Puka. Puka Williams, 175 pounds out of Kansas. Great. Great hands, small back. He's playing for special teams, though. That's be real. So, so hold on. Are you in favor of this running back? Do you think he's going to be good? Because this goes all against your size of the running back, and that determines whether he's going to be good or not. If I'm taking a running back out of that backfield that's not Joe Mixon, Uh it's Chris Evans. But Captain America, yeah, Captain America. That's who I'm taking. But uh, I, you know, I really wish Travion Williams would put something together. But uh, this is depth stuff that I don't think is important. Right. Right. Uh, you know me, I like my deep dives. I'm going Evans, uh, hoping he, he sh- turns into a Gio Bernard type. Okay. Um, but for this year, uh-huh. I think that this is Joe Mixon's backfield. Uh, they're going to be down a lot. Yes. Which means and that's gonna... my, my concern, though, is my concern on, on Mixon are two things. One, obviously, I have him on my team, so I, I, I think highly of him. I wouldn't have drafted him when I did if I, if I didn't. 
Um, my concerns with, with Williams with Mixon are two things. Health. Mm-hmm. He has yet to stay healthy for a full season, which is the reason I used to own Geo, right? Yep. Uh, and the second thing is I am a little fearful that they're going to fall behind a lot, right? And if they fall behind by enough, how much of a factor will he be? Do I think his receptions per game are going to go up? Absolutely. Do I think that his numbers could increase? Absolutely. However, they're down by 20, down by 25. I don't know how much of a factor he will be at that point. Yeah, and that's totally legit concern, right? Mm-hmm. My my thought in that is he's going to be the three down back this year, right? I think mm-hmm. he's going to get that passing work. Yeah. And that alone, that's why I have him so high. Okay. Right? Because I think he's a... Just top, the sheer volume type of thing. I think he's a top 12 back just based on skill. Mm-hmm. And because of the PPR points he's going to get this year, I think, yeah, top top five for me. Okay. Okay. But I, I don't, I'm not saying that that's uncontroversial. No, because no. I no. don't think that's a common take. And I'm trying to be all uncommon. No, I'm really not. That's just where I think he's going. You're trying to be like the Rush Limbaugh of fantasy football? Oh, God. And not talking political here. I'm just talking about, okay, Howard Stern of, of, of fantasy football? Oh, God. I, I say it on both sides. Um, no, no. Well, you just, said you're trying to be controversial. Just, just trying to, to draft a good team. Okay. So, so of yours, uh, Kamara High, my immediate thought, uh-huh. Homer, come on, New Orleans. No. So <laughs> here's my thing on Kamara, right? Um, one, just because Drew Brees isn't there doesn't mean the guy doesn't have talent, right? I mean, this is a guy who uh, honestly played under Taysom Hill. His numbers went down uh, considerably, but there was other injuries on there. There was no Michael Thomas, who, who you won't have at the beginning of the year this year. I don't think Taysom Hill is going to end up being the starting quarterback. I think it's going to be the guy that... Crab legs. Yeah, we don't talk about that. Um, (laughs) But I just... I think he's talented enough that he can... Honestly, with a quality quarterback... Um, and, and with Michael Thomas being out, I think that that's going to help him be able to catch the ball out of the backfield. I think he's going to be able to do a little bit more than he did under Taysom Hill. But he was also hurt last year. He wasn't completely healthy. He had some issues. So uh, we have that to take into account. But more importantly, in a dynasty thing, I'm looking long term. I'm not just looking at this year. Mm-hmm. I think his numbers this year will be very good. Uh, I think at the end of the year, will he be the number two running back this year? No, I think it's probably going to go more like a Dalvin Cook. But I like him at number two because just the, the, the receptions per game aspect that he brings. Uh, and I was talking to Juan about this the other day. To me, Kamara is not a he's not a 90% handoff type of guy. To me, I think he needs to be in the handoff category between 55 and 60% because he's going to be so involved in the passing game. Remember, he doesn't just line out up out of the backfield. He does get lined up at the receiver slot as well, which is why I like him a little bit more than, than, than a Dalvin cook or Derrick Henry. Yeah. See, so if you know, I like to do the tier based thing. Yeah. Um, if you were to do a tier based on your top five, where does your tier cut off on this? Mm. I think CMC Camara and cook is the top tier with Henry just below that only because Henry to me is not necessarily a huge PPR guy. And as little as he was PPR, he's going to be far less this year because of, 
uh, of, of Julio being yep. there, right? But his productivity on the ground is so much that I'm willing to overlook that part of things. So to me, it's those three, and then Henry and Barkley, and then the other ones below that we'll talk about in a second are right there as well. But we're talking, it, it, to me, honestly, in a, in, a, in a dynasty draft, I'm still looking at my top five running backs are the top five picks to me, right, it, it, in a dynasty draft. Yeah, yeah. What single quarterback leagues? Yes. Um. So for me, my tier is CMC and Cook. Uh huh. That's my just purely points per game. I think that they're just going to do it for you mm-hmm. week in and week out. Cook has some injury history. I agree. He does. Um. But I really like. Plus, the, he went to a really shitty college. But well, I I don't hold grudges unless you go to the. Misery University, and that's uh, who plays there. He played at my alma mater, and I still think it's a shitty college. I, you know, you got issues, man. You got issues. We know this, man. We know this. (laughs) But, so, and as I'm looking at this, though, I'm kind of looking at my, and yours as well. We both have Henry, top five. Yes. Now, to make the case against drafting Henry top five, uh-huh. In a dynasty PPR league, I think it's pretty easy, right? I think the argument against him is he's he's 27. Yeah, he's he he just runs the ball. He doesn't really contribute too much in PPR. Right. They have weapons on the outside that they're going to get more involved. Mm-hmm. So why the hell do we have him in our top five? Okay. So to answer that question, yes. Let's go six through ten, and then I'll answer your question. We'll come back to that. All right, six through ten. I got Kamara. Okay. Jonathan Taylor. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Saquon Barkley. Nick Chubb. Well, hold hold on, hold on, hold on. So <laughs> let's do that again because yours are way off the from mine. I got Alvin Kamara. Uh huh. Jonathan Taylor. Saquon. Okay. Nick Chubb. Uh huh. And then Clyde the Glide. C E H. Okay. Good college. All right. Um, mine, number six, is Zeke. Mm-hmm. Number seven is Aaron Jones. Yep. Number eight is uh, CEH. Mm-hmm. Number nine, I went with Eckler. Yep. And number 10, Mixon. Man, you, you hate some Joe Mixon. I don't hate Joe Mixon. You know where the experts have him ranked? Uh, probably around there. No, it's in the late teens. Well, running backs though. Of running backs, of straight running backs, he's in the late teens. Are you serious? Absolutely. Okay, this is an alert, right? Go fucking trade for Joe Mixon right now. The he's problem un- is he's that undervalued. I think most people. Uh, so in this particular one that I'm looking at, they have him ranked seventeenth. Jesus. And this is uh, with Najee Harris ahead of him, DeAndre Swift ahead of him, Miles Sanders, David Montgomery. Come on now. I'm, I'm telling you, this is what I was looking at. So, um, hey. So, all right. So, now before we argue those points. Okay. Yeah. There's arguing this can be going on here. So, you asked me about Henry. Okay. okay. Yeah. And I'm just looking at my, 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 my rankings here. Right. So, top five. Okay. Behind that, Zeke over Henry, no. Aaron Jones over Henry, no. CEH over Henry, no. Eckler over Henry, no. Mixon over Henry, no. So 
why why are those things because his volume is just so much and there's in this league there's not true number one single back this is it mm-hmm. where he is in a team that i think finally understands we run the ball we play defense we're going to win games and yes they added julio jones but i think vrabel understands this is how, you know to quote varsity blues we control the ball we run the ball we win the game. It's plain and simple. Yeah. Um, I think to me, Julio Jones is for that game where you, for some reason, go down 14 points early. That's what Julio Jones is there for, to make up for, or, or in the playoffs, or to add something more. But to me, honestly, what's even more appealing is you can't stack the line anymore. Tannehill isn't a great quarterback, but he's going to find one of those two guys open. At some point. So you're going to see bigger lanes or, or better lanes for Henry. Now, what about the age thing, though? Right? Because I'm looking here... I think I Zeke think is younger. Zeke is younger. Aaron Jones is younger. Yes. CEH. I don't even know how old Eckler is. And then Joe Mixon, all younger. Yes. But again, like we talked about last week, I look at a two to three year window. Right. And I think in the next two to three years, I think he's still better. Yeah. Now, look, I have him ranked as my number three overall. Uh-huh. Right. I obviously agree with what you say, but I would understand. Uh-huh. If somebody's making this argument, right? If if I'm trying to move Henry, um, that that would be wise because I'm I'm afraid of the age, I'm afraid of the lack of PPR touches. Correct. I am not afraid of these things. Right. I think look two to three year window, which is what I think you can expect out of a back. Mm-hmm. He's going to be thirty. Yeah. Right. That sounds scary, but you got to remember he had like three years off. Correct. Right. So he should be knock on wood. Still fresh, yeah. You know, be be able to get us to that year thirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, could be totally wrong. No, I mean, but yeah, that's I, where I'm at. No, I agree. Um, so, going over the rest, of your bottom five. Uh-huh. Zeke, I'm surprised. Surprised at six. I I mean, obviously, I like him better. I think all of these guys are kind of interchangeable, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. For me, for my tiers, I got CMC and Cook, and then everything's just kind of like yeah. Uh, however, you really want to break it down. Um, Maybe around pick eight is, you know, at, for me, after Barkley, Chubb, Hilaire, um, a lot of the guys that, you know, just missed the cuts, uh, Aaron Jones, uh, Austin Eckler, mm-hmm. just any of them are right there for me. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, I, I the, the thing that I think may be a little bit different, like I said, Mixon's a little bit low for me on your list. Um, Aaron Jones is a bit high. It's seven. Mm-hmm. Why do you like Aaron Jones at seven? The reason I like Aaron Jones is what he obviously has talent, mm-hmm. and Jamal Williams isn't there anymore. So, it, yeah, exactly. Uh, but honestly, conversely, one of the reasons I'm not a big fan of DeAndre Swift, right? I, if you're high on DeAndre Swift, why'd you bring in Jamal Williams? Yep, a guy who, when Aaron Jones went down, he stepped in and was a productive fantasy player, right? Not that the Detroit Lions are looking at that, but obviously he was productive and that's why you brought him in, right? Right, right. Um, but the thing on Aaron Jones is this is Rodgers last year there, and they're going to rely on on love a lot. And, and honestly, what's going to happen? The day that Aaron, Aaron Rodgers gets a, a, a hangnail, oh, I'm injured, I got to go on injured reserve. Mm-hmm. So you're going to bring in Jordan Love. What do you do when you bring in a young quarterback? You run the damn ball. And that's what I think. That's why I like Aaron Jones over the next couple of years a little bit more. So Over, over a CEH? 
who I think is, you know, good, good young running back mm-hmm. in a great scheme in Kansas City. Got a lot of good things going on over there. The, I mean, we're talking one spot difference. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I probably interchange those is, is honestly Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, Mahomes and Tariq Hill. And, and we talked about it before on Tariq Hill. But again, Tariq Hill to me has a two year window before he, he, he loses that step, right? Yeah. Um, and I think that, that makes a, a factor in this. Plus, Andy Reid does really like having one running back that he can, that, and, but so far in Kansas City, he hasn't had that, right? He's, he kind of had it, but Hunt was there for a little bit, but and then until he, he did stupid women. stuff. Yeah. But, I I think CEH is that guy. I just don't know if CEH is that guy. Where I I know in Green Bay, Aaron Jones is that guy. So, right. And that's- I, I, something that surprised me about CEH last year was his lack of involvement in the passing game, mm, which surprises a lot of people. I thought that that's why the hell they got him. Right. That's why he was a top ten back to me. And, and that's the, the game. thing, though, right? That's what. What CEH was in college is the reason some of us are high on Mixon, right? Because mm-hmm. of Burrow's ability to get it to CEH and, and convert. But how much of it was also, remember last year there was no training camps. There was no uh, OTAs. There wasn't all this stuff. So maybe he didn't know. They were kind of like, okay, we have a short window. This is your playbook. Focus on this. We're not expanding it to this yet. Yeah, well, and Damian Williams wasn't there last year. So I thought, again, that that would have just led into him being more of the guy. Yeah. Which, you know, just didn't happen. But Mm -hmm. um, we'll see. They brought in Jarek McKinnon. I'm not that worried. I do like McKinnon as like a stash player late Mm -hmm. just because he's a great receiving back. Um, So we'll see. Maybe, maybe. But no, I was going to say maybe CEH just doesn't have the hands that we thought he did. We saw him take over like the Sugar Bowl. Right? Yeah. Like, he's fine. Yeah. So, so I do have a question on your rankings. Only yeah. because, uh, well, one, you're higher on Chubb than I am. I just I think his efficiency numbers go down than what they were last year. But neither that's not the one. John, John Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. You have him at 7. I have him at 13. Correct. Why are you so high on him? He ended as, what, number 6 last year? Mm-hmm. Overall? And I got him ranked at seven. Okay. Um, I think he still has the ability. Would it surprise me if he came out and was RB1? Not particularly. Because, so he is going to be, he's year two in the system. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that, look, Carson Wentz hurt a lot. Yeah. I think that that's going to force them to rely on the run. I think that Jonathan Taylor is going to get more passing work. Um, and like I said, it's second year in the system. I think he takes, I don't think he's going to take that big a step backwards. So it was kind of hard for me to keep him out of my top five. Okay. My concern with him is Naheem Hines and the passing part of it. I, yeah. I think that legit, they, I, I really believe. That they're not, it's he's not going to be a three, a true three down back. I think you're going to see Naheem Hines more in there than, than honestly, I would like out of a, a top 10 running back, right? It's, I, I, I don't, I want to see it. And yeah. I just don't know that Naheem Hines was too much part of the game plan last year for him to not be part of that game plan this year, especially if Wentz is hurt and they have issues with uh, Eason or, um, 
Erlinger? Ellinger. Ellinger. Uh, out of out of Texas. Um, I, I was I don't, close. Uh, no, I, know. Uh, I only know because they played LSU a couple times. There so. you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, and, and, and what he's able, what either one of them are able to do, right? Uh, technically, Eason will be a rookie. Uh, he didn't play at all last year. Yeah. Uh, and so we'll see what happens there. But I, I just, I'm afraid that a couple of interceptions here and there by a rookie quarterback, and, and there went Jonathan Taylor because you're going to bring in Aheem Hines to, to run the ball or, or to catch the ball out of the backfield. You, you know, that is totally legit concern. Yeah. Um, and and unfortunately with, with Carson Wentz, to me that's not an issue that gets fixed in one year. Yeah. That's a two to three year thing that you're going to struggle with Carson Wentz. And I, I think the way the contract is structured, they can get out of the contract after one year. Uh, but who's to say they walk away from that? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I think is as far as like legit concerns, they're bringing Marlon Mack back, right? Yes. He was the, he one, was yeah. the guy. Yeah. And did fairly well. Um, for being there, not well enough to not draft Jonathan Taylor in the uh, what first or second round when they got him. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I think that's legit concern. Uh, I just, you know, I have a lot of love for Mr. Jonathan Taylor. Uh, you you do, and, and you have. Yeah. So uh, and I I think Marlon Mack is 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 a better running back than he's ever gotten. But again, another running back that can't stay healthy, right? He's so. Go ahead, keep going. I'm sorry. I know, no, no, he's just a running back that's had struggled to stay healthy. So how long before he comes in and gets hurt as well? So. I agree. Um, and some, somebody else on here, speaking of hurt, um, that we both have in our inside of our top ten is Saquon Barkley. Yes, he's. I struggled with him. I struggled with him greatly because talent wise, he's a top five running back. Yeah. Headache wise, he's a top five running back. <laughs> I like and, that. And honestly. So I, I think we talked. I think it was last year or the year before. It was the year before. I offered a lot mm. to get Barkley. Yeah, and I'm glad dodged a bullet. <laughs> I, I, but I go back and forth, right? Only because I, Henry was part of that deal, right? Uh, and conversely, yes, I'm glad I have Henry over Barkley. But just the upside on Barkley at times is just like fuck if he could stay healthy. Yeah. If he could stay healthy, he might be better than McCaffrey. Well, he could be. If he can stay healthy. Yeah. But the other side of it is, can McCaffrey stay healthy? I was just going to say, man, we both got him as one. I think he's consensus one. He is. You know, the amount of wear and tear that he can take, I don't know. The thing, to me, the big difference between him and Kamara, Mm -hmm. who came into the league at the same time, uh, McCaffrey played number one in, in, in college at Stanford, right? Yeah. So whereas Kamara always thought he was at Alabama, then he went to Tennessee, and he wasn't really the man of Tennessee. Um, and 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 his Kamara's running style, as frustrating as it can be sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Because, no, but the thing is, Kamara, one, his training has, if you watch him play, he doesn't, his feet never stick to the ground, right? Which when he gets hit, it allows it to where he he kind of, He's in the air, right, when he gets hit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's frustrating because he's in the air when he gets hit, which could lead to other things. But the other <laughs> thing, if you ever watch him play, he understands that that extra yard, he doesn't need it right now. If he needs the extra yard, he will bulldoze through it and get the extra yard. Yeah. On first down, seven yards is just as good as eight if I live to play another another down. So he steps out of bounds. Yeah. And at first, his frustration is to get the fucking yard. <laughs> but then it's kind of like, well... We kind of need him for the whole season, not just for this one game. So, 
Agreed. Something he does differently than I think a lot of other running backs, right? And 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 it's 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 honestly uh, Carson Wentz learned from that. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. yeah he's, uh, but he's that's a concern, totally right? Like but CMC Taylor's has more shares. more carries, more hits than than Kamara does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other than that, anybody on this list? Let's see. So, so Ek- Eckler is on your list, and he's not on mine. Uh huh. <laughs> Why? Um. Honestly, Lombardi. Joe Lombardi, the the, OC? the new offensive coordinator. Yeah, um, I think he brings in what they did in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And in a recent interview, Austin Eckler, they asked him, and they said, "You know, what what do you think of this year?" And he said, "Think of Kamara, and that's who I will be in this offense." Nice. Not that he'll be Kamara's talent, but he could be used like Kamara was. Uh, Lombardi again has coached under. Sean Payton for many, many years. He left one year to go to Detroit, but then he came back. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's learned under Payton and he's learned under Carmichael. To me, it stands to reason he's going to bring a similar offense over there. With Justin Herbert at, at quarterback, who has a lot of talent there, they have the receiver talent. Why wouldn't Eckler be a, 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 a thing coming out of the backfield that, that could help that team tremendously? And, and he does have that ability to catch out of the backfield. So why wouldn't he be the next Alvin Kamara? I mean, that's his strong suit to me. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. exactly. So that's why I have him uh, where I have him, only because I'm, I'm kind of thinking if that's the case, then this guy could be a, 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 a honestly, top, top 10, top 5. Yeah. Now, of these guys, the top 10, would it surprise you if any of them come out at the end of the year and they're 1-1? You mean like any of the ones that we have in the top 10 were just yeah. number one overall? Is, well, no, no, no. Is, is the number one overall running back this year? Any of them? Who? who like, Barkley. <laughs> I would just be surprised if he stays healthy all year long. Um, but no, I mean, uh, uh, honestly, actually, yes. Uh, on your list, you have Chubb at nine. Mm-hmm. I would be shocked if Chubb was number one at the end of the year. See, I wouldn't, but I would, he pre- also has one of the best backups that is constantly in. <laughs> and so. therein lies my, my concern with Chubb. Yeah. Uh, they re-signed Hunt, uh, but also his numbers at the end of last year were just so ungodly. <laughs> That I just don't see how he maintains that, right? Um, it, it's hard to, to believe that he maintains those numbers. So, um, quick question How old is Austin Eckler? I'm going to say 24. He's 26. That was 26. my first guess when I'm like, he's asking me this question, so he might be younger than what I No, because I, I always see him, he's got a shaved head, and I'm always like, God, he's like 30 years old. <laughs> Nope, he's 26, folks. Uh, my first thought was 26, and I'm like, no, he's asking me this question. It seems like a trick question. Right, so no, I'm going to go 24. It surprised me by looking at him. I'm like, oh, dude's got to be close to 30. That's got to be a warning sign, right? No, no, it just looks old. Yeah. All right, so, yeah, d- top 10. And with that, you may you may have pushed him over the top for me. Um, <laughs> but then I got to bump CEH out, and I don't know if I'm going to do that. I, honestly, to me, I would bump Chubb out of your list of, of the top 10. That's Obviously, my you did. Um, to so, me, Chubb. Uh, I, what are your honorable mentions? So uh, just below that at 11 and 12, I have uh, Gibson, uh, who I only put there only because I just somebody in Washington has got to run the ball, right? And, and they've got to do something. Uh, and, and Chubb after that. And then at 13, 
uh, Taylor. I, I am surprised that you're so far down on Mr. Taylor. That's fine, though. Like, I, I think, okay, going back to tier-based, mm-hmm. to me, one, two, easy uh, for, with me with CMC and Cook. And I may just have a soft spot in my heart for Cook. Um, but then all these guys, I mean, Gibson, okay, maybe Gibson for me is, I'm lower on Gibson than you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because I'm I'm not a big fan. Like, I just don't see that he's, look, I'm with you. Somebody's got to be the guy. Mm-hmm. He did okay last year. Yeah. Maybe I'm just hung up on the fact that, you know, when he was at Memphis, he just wasn't the guy. Right. And maybe that's 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 a strike on me, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I keep going back to that and just being like, why the hell is he going to be the guy in the NFL if he wasn't even the guy on his college team? Neither was Kamara. Uh, that's true. But, see, I, I, am, I don't know what the usage of Gibson is. Is I don't think that they use him more as a receiving back. Am I wrong on that? I haven't watched I, I honestly, much Washington we don't football. Know what, what, Rivera doesn't. Rivera is more of a, of a two running back kind of guy. Yeah. True. Um, so, but it, it, but, but Rivera's a two running back kind of guy. But I'm going to stick with the one that's giving me the hot hand right now. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So we just hit our top ten. Honorable mention. Mm-hmm. You know what's who's your, not anywhere on here? Uh, there's a lot of players that aren't on there. But, but what's you know, your honorable mention? There's was, no fucking rookies on here. What's your honorable mention? Uh, honorable mention for me would be uh, Eckler um, and then uh, Aaron Jones. Okay. Um, no, no rookies on there because, again, we're not we're not talking a rookie draft, right? We're talking what I'm building my team around. I get and it. I'm not going to build my team around a rookie. Again, it goes to the whole... The difference between redraft and 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 a, and, a, and a dynasty league, you should still, if you're picking Najee to be your number one running back this year, you fucked up. Okay, but let's go two years ago. Saquon Barkley was going in like the top five as as a Different rookie situation. So was Zeke. But but I I, I kind of want to make that that point though that this year there's not that it's kind not of that it's not that class. No, uh-uh. right? No, but I mean. Zeke was going into the NFL behind the best line yeah. built since, honestly, the last Cowboys line that Emmett Smith ran behind, right? Yeah. Um, so it, it stood to reason. Barkley was that special talent, right? That And he was going to, uh, at the time, uh, what we thought was a, a nice team. situation. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, even, even Zeke, right? He went into a very good situation. So I think that those are just the anomalies. CEH, I think last year was going... Higher, I think he was in redraft leagues. He was going in the top in the first round. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, he was, but only because one. of who was he going to be competing against? Because at that point, Williams had already decided he wasn't going, so he was going to be the man in an offense that high power. Yeah, exactly. So you 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 knew he was going to be that, but no, these rookies to me are not that that talented. Um, but in in one of the site that I was looking at, I'm a number one mm-hmm. McCaffrey, number yeah. two Camara. Number three, Barkley. Number four, Cook. Number five, Henry. Number six, Zeke. Number seven, Jones. Number eight, Gibson. Wow. Number nine, CEH. And number 10, Austin Eckler. Wow. Uh-huh. T- Taylor is 12. And Montgomery, 13. I don't like that. We're missing on Montgomery, no, right? No, I, really, I really liked him coming out you of Iowa a State. a fan of his. I really liked him. And then I watched him in Chicago, mm-hmm. and I'm amazed at the fantasy output 
every week. Like, how the hell did he just get 20 points? I don't see it. I watched the same game. I don't see how he's doing it. But, you know, he's a great asset as an RB2 to me. But don't, don't, don't be going and getting David Montgomery as your RB1. That's a mistake. Yeah, no, I, I, I think... I'm going to live to eat those words at the end of the year, right? <laughs> and but one, I, I one. think the uncertainty at the, at the quarterback position uh, is still an issue and I, I think it, I think it's going to be fields uh relatively early I think so um I don't see maybe they start with Foles or, or, or Dalton. with Dalton which Dalton looked horrible in, in the last preseason game Juan's favorite player um but I I don't know I I just I don't see what I've, I've, I've never been a big fan of Montgomery, and in and, and that offense, I just don't know what, what to expect. Yeah. No, I mean, I was the one that was high on him of us, too. And, yeah, yep. Eating Crow on that one. Eaton you know who Crow. his backup is? In Chicago? Uh-huh. Damian Williams. Uh-huh. Yeah. I can't, okay. You want me to go over my sleeper picks? I got Damian Williams as a as a dark horse to take that backfield over. Uh, I, and I, I think we went over it kind of last time. I like, um, uh, who's our boy in Atlanta that you won't touch with a 10 foot pole. Oh, Kyle Pitts. <laughs> no, not Kyle Pitts. <laughs> uh, Kyle Pitts is not going to take over the running back position. I, I don't know the way some people are drafting him. You would think he's, he's God's second coming on, on offenses. Yeah. I mean, in one of that, one of our leagues, the guy gave up like six years worth of first round picks to move to number three to take Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts, okay, I'm just going over these. Kyle Pitts doesn't fit in anywhere in here in these top picks of ours. None whatsoever. Well, because we're looking at running backs. <laughs> well, this is also true. <laughs> However, I would I would draft all of these guys over Mr. Kyle Pitts. But um I'm trying I'm trying I'm drawing blanks, man. Um but there there are some dark horses. I think Damian Williams is one for me. Mm-hmm. Uh Ramondre Stevenson up in uh, New England. Maybe. Uh, I think now's a great time. If you have him, trade him. Mm-hmm. Right uh, After that game, uh, maybe a good idea. You got anybody that you're you're looking on deep running backs at like end, end of a draft that you, you'd prioritize? Well, there are, but I'm not talking about the one here. Wow. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, as far as like uh, veterans, uh, not, not including rookies. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I, I gave up on him many, many moons ago. Uh, but in ranking seems to be kind of low this year, and I don't understand it. Uh, Chris Carson, uh, as a player yeah. that's, that's dropped a lot in the rankings, and I just I don't understand why he's he's so low. Uh, another player that I, I to me has dropped a lot, and I don't get it other than his coach is uh, Josh Jacobs. Yeah. Yeah, he was top twelve last year, mm-hmm. and now no nowhere near for either, either of us had him. I, and and he's an afterthought for me. The third one to me, he's not the starter, but I think he'll be the starter early on. James Conner. Yeah, I don't think I, Chase Edmonds uh, is a better running back. I'm sorry, I just don't think he is. Uh, that one will be an interesting battle for me too. Yep. Um, yeah, the whole Rashad Penny and Chris Carson thing. Look, I think if Rashad Penny was going to take over that job, he'd he have done, done it, it four already. Four years ago, when you were high on him, yeah, he's 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 not going to be that guy. I don't think they yeah. keep talking shit like he's going to be. No, no, I'm out. I'm out on Penny. Um, down to form, Mark. So at the 43 minute mark of the podcast, he's finally out on Rashad Penny. Yeah, it took 
what, three years, four years? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I, I learn eventually. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, you were going to say something, I cut you off. No, no, Dante Foreman, that's a guy in Atlanta. <sighs> hey, I, I'm saying Dark Horse to take the job. He's got Mike Davis in front of him, for God's sake. I could also see them signing a guy like Lev Bell. Um, same thing in Los Angeles, right? Uh, Henderson, I think, is going to be the guy. I think so, too. But, I mean, that's something to watch. Yeah. So, I, I could see them signing somebody mm-hmm. to try to compete with that job. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Um, I think it's it, man. Yeah, I think we, we, we've rambled on enough. And, wow, we're already at the 40-something minute mark. See, told you we would be yep. covering quite a bit just going over these running backs that we had. It's good. It doesn't good. help that we go off on tangents either, but whatever. That's the point of this. Exactly. Right? If we're not passionate about right? Tan- yeah, like I was going to say, if we're not passionate <laughs> about it, we're doing something wrong. Um, right, you got anything else? No, no, no. Hit me up at STF of Chad. At STF of Paul. And we'll talk to you later. We're doing wide we receivers. Might, we'll be doing wide receivers next, and then we might be doing a draft in the draft. Special. It's just a matter of whether we do it before after It'll be fun after. <laughs> All, right. Uh, all right. Have a good one. Don't suck.